Hey guys, welcome back and I hope you guys had an amazing Halloween. Did you guys dress up and if so, what did you guys dress up as? We Ooh. dressed up as me a cop and you I was a robber, man. Or I don't even know. A is thief? It, like yeah, it's a weird combination. I'm a thief, but I'm already caught. <laughs> so I already have the chains on me and I have like I'm already, I already went to prison. But for some You're reason, I kept prisoner. my thief costume. Like, they let me just be in prison with a thief costume. So, uh, if anything, uh, I'll, I'll kind of show you guys how I looked <laughs> here. Uh, so that you can kind of get a picture of what that weirdness looks like. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Do you know if, like, people still go trick-or-treating? You know what? I, I feel like it's definitely gone down. And I think it's because people just don't trust things anymore. Like, in our day, they just let us go out, you know, if you find, like... Uh, no. What do you they mean? let you go out by yourself? Yeah, I would just go out with friends. I would go out oh, with my best friend. Oh, but then that wasn't a teenager, right? No, that was, like, maybe, I guess, tween, 12, 13, around there. What? Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't go, like, freaking cities down or anything. We would just go, like, like maybe within the same little neighborhood here. At I first... Think, okay, uh, no, go ahead. At first, um, uh, it w when I was, like, a little bit younger... Uh, we would get my in my parents' car, and they they would just drive me around to like the the higher end neighborhoods, so that we can get the more candy and stuff. But eventually, they just got lazy, and they were just like, "Yeah, hey, just go with uh your your friends, and then you can just you know get some candy and come back within like an hour or so." I think my family only took us trick or treating like three years, probably mm -hmm. the first three years that we came to the U.S. And the one Halloween that we'll always always remember, yeah. my dad was not able to go with us because he was working that night. But the rest of us went. So like my mom, my brothers, and my aunt and my cousins. And uh, my cousin got lost. She Ooh. got greedy, and she went. To, <laughs> we were all going kind of like in a pack, you know. Yeah. But we weren't driving around. We were just like walking through a neighborhood. Like okay, we would drive to a neighborhood. Yeah, that good rich neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Park and then just walk around. And she got greedy and decided to go back for like seconds. And she figured she'd be able to like find us. But we were such a big like ball, like bola de people, like a, a bunch of people. Group. Okay. And I guess not everyone was paying attention to where their kid was. <laughs> but lucky for her, um, yeah. I, they always told us like to remember our parents' phone numbers. So she actually had my dad's phone number. I never memorized my uncle's phone numbers. Oh, I think I remember this story. Yeah. yeah, she memorized my dad's phone number. So some kind of stranger was like, hey, are you lost? And <laughs> um, she called my dad. My dad had just gotten home from work. Yeah. Back when it wasn't even... Like for cell phones, I think she called my home. Oh, the home phone. Yeah, yeah that was the home pretty phone. lucky then. Dang. Yeah, my dad went and picked her up. Oh, I know why I was saying that. Um, you said that now nowadays we don't trust people. Well, we don't trust I, things or people. Well, yeah. Back then, I remember that, like, in the news, at TV, it was like, oh, check your kid's candy because there's, like, that's broken been, glass in it that's or been, stuff like that's that. That's been in the news since, like... Oh my god, years probably. Like I've always like every Halloween there's always that. I think it's just a really good headline that they like to use. You know, check check in in the candy in case you find like a a broken foot in there or whatever. What? No, check if you check like they make it like this crazy like like um uh, headlines now, you know, like oh, found a uh, half a microphone in uh, my can what are candy's you Halloween, about? you know, like I, I don't like, I don't think these headlines exist. <laughs> I'm just saying like they I'm, I'm trying to 
to let you know or show you how like the headlines are just really like crazy when they because of the little Halloween stuff. Like, but they're not like, like crazy like that. They're not like that, but they're like you know they're somewhat close to that. Like it's just they they always try to find the craziest thing to try to put on there so that people get worried about their the Halloween candy and stuff. Which I mean, I mean to an extent, you should check your kids' candy, but like you don't have to unwrap every single Kit Kat, you know. And what if it's that one Kit Kat that you didn't unwrap? Oh well, yeah. I don't remember Take my parents chances. checking my candy. I don't think so either. I think no, no. I I do remember my parents checking it, but they didn't like, they didn't like look at it. They they really like deeply look into it. They just poured the bag out and then they just kind of like spread it around to see what's up in there, and then they just you know moved along in case they found like a needle or something. You know. Okay, that would be super obvious. I mean, would it? Like, what? What? There's candy needles of anything. You know, I'd be what like, is? I'd be like, oh, no, yeah, there like, is let me not. You know, let's see what's in there. Like you caramel mean a or something. Yeah, like a syringe. My bad. There is not. I'm pretty dude. There's syringe. There's definitely syringe candy, dude. Like there no. definitely is. Google that. Let's see if you find it. If anything, you'll you guys see it here in post. Um, uh, once once I edit this. But um, uh, <laughs> regardless, I think we're like kind of going too deep into this. Well, um, I hope you guys had a happy Halloween. Yeah, that's that's the main point. I hope you guys. Or did uh, have feliz a dia de los muertos. Yeah. I, I, did you ever nice celebrate that? And no, I never did. I did. Never did. Uh, when I lived in Mexico, we would go to my grandma's grave, and um, I think it's kind of weird for people that have never heard of the other mm -hmm. Muertos. Like, I, I think more people know now, and with Coco that came out and stuff like that. But oh, yeah, dude, just so like have a picnic at the yeah. <laughs> at the gravesite. Just fun. Um, no fun Mexican tradition. Just have a picnic with your dead, you know, people. Yeah, we would go like the week before and paint, repaint the really the cool. whole thing, and then just sit on it and eat and <laughs> have music playing, have a good time. Yeah, oh, that sounds that actually sounds really nice. I mean, once you get like past the part that there's like a dead body buried well, underneath, we're there for where you're them. At. like, hey, grandma. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, not to bring like the podcast down a little bit, but like um, uh, the when you mentioned Coco, yeah. um, uh, the lady that. They, it just came out and like it's all over Instagram and stuff. But like the lady who was it's based on it's based on died mm -hmm. of the of the Coco lady, whatever the Coco grandma. Um, that sucks. Did you ever see? Did you see the comparison between them two? No. Yeah, I, I saw it. Yeah. And she was making money from <laughs> I, <laughs> having I, pictures. People take pictures with her, but uh, yeah. um, there's I mean, a whole least, story behind that of how she should have gotten compensated and not heard. Yeah, yeah. Story. But we're not a news podcast, so we're not even going to jump into that. I think we're honestly pretty dang derailed at this point. <laughs> you guys came for fun Reddit stories, and that's what you'll get here. So let's go ahead and just jump into it. Today's theme is uh, just family, honestly. you, I think we have a good amount of stories, kind of like a variety between just regular families, step families, uh, in-laws. and um, just family uh, issues. Yeah, just family issues here. And I uh, hope you guys hit at least a, a, little, a little bit of a good laugh here, or at least just some entertainment from this. And um, overall, do not forget to subscribe. I'm still seeing a good bunch of you guys out there watching this, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. That's, at the end of the day, that's that's the main goal here. But subscribe if you want to watch more. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into it. You remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? Get the door! Get the door! First story of the day here is: Am I the asshole for demanding my family to accommodate my wife's food issues? My 25 female wife, 26 female, has struggled with food all her life. 
She has struggled with both anorexia and ARFID to the point she became extremely underweight and has only since a year or two gotten better. Weight recovered. My wife has pretty bad eating habits that she gets therapy for. She only eats late in the afternoon and in the evening, and she has very few foods that she tolerates. Usually she makes her own food, but often cooks for me, family, and friends because she loves cooking and baking. The only sad thing being her not eating it herself. The past three years, she has hosted both our families in our home, talking, cooking, getting drinks, making up games, and everything. Our most recent get-together, she made around 10 dishes, soups, salads, potatoes, meat, fish, and many different desserts. She does this with a lot of enthusiasm because cooking for her is a way to show love to people. Just gonna do a quick stop here. That's a lot of food that she cooked, bro. I get exhausted just by cooking like half a meal for us. That's <laughs> literally so much. Yeah. Wow. This lady is, she's, she's crazy good, man. And many different types of desserts. I do one dessert. Yeah. Then you know what else too? That takes like a whole day, dude. Yeah. Like for me, uh, we cook during our lunch <laughs> of work, but like that takes me like, you know, maybe like around 30 to 40 minutes or so. Yeah. And that's because I cook it in a hurry. So like half of it is like overcooked. Half of it is, you know, not cooked enough probably. And then we scarf and, it down for the last 10. Yeah. And um, if you really want to make it like a good dish, and whenever I have cooked a good dish, it takes like like two, three hours or yeah. something to like really make a good meal. And on top of that, this is for a lot of people, mm -hmm. not just like two people, you know, like for me and you. So that's like a lot of time. Dude, she's putting a lot of effort into this. Um, but just moving forward here, a few weeks ago, we ate at my cousin's 29 male place for a celebration. And he asked my girlfriend to bring her own food since he wanted to order. She obligated because she never wants to make a hassle. But when we got home, she started crying because she hates having to bring her own things and feeling left out, especially when she always tries to accommodate everyone. I have a vegetarian slash vegan family. This past weekend, we went to my brother's 32 male place for our niece's birthday, where they were planning on ordering food again. My wife said she was fine getting something to eat afterwards since she didn't want to cause a hassle. Again, my brother said he wanted to order Indian food, but there was nothing at that restaurant my wife could eat. I asked if we could instead order at a pizza or burger place or maybe even a Chinese restaurant where my wife could eat a side dish, but he refused. My wife said it was fine, but I got angry considering my wife always accommodates everyone, including this brother who is vegetarian, but no one makes an effort for her. When he refused again, I decided to leave. My mom said I'm being childish and my brother said I shouldn't make such a fuzz because my wife is difficult, but I said we wouldn't host another event again until we got an apology. Am I the asshole? Um, this feels very like easy <laughs> to resolve. Like, the okay, the brother is a little bit of a douche because he he's like set on on like no, we're not accommodating her at all. Like, I this, don't think that that's what happened. Really, is that how you took it? I took it as in he asked him to just order something else entirely. Yeah, like hey, you want? Yeah, what? no, that's true. That's true. I, I agree with that. It just like it seemed very weird how like the brother was like, "Oh no, we're not working with any of this other than like what we initially ordered or we initially wanted, right?" But I do agree that like it's it's a really easy resolution because of that point you just made. Why did this guy ask the brother to just order completely off a different like restaurant? Why not instead just your brother and whoever wants it from that place order from that place and you just order from a different restaurant? Just have your wife order from wherever she likes to eat. Because then she feels left out. <sighs> That's a toughie, man. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, think it's tough. Like, honestly, 
I think that this um, OP's wife is awesome for how much she goes out. Like, she goes all out, like, making food for her family. But, and how he even said it, that's, like, her way of showing that, like, love. Yeah. Not everyone is like that, though. People show love different ways. So you can't just expect that other people will do that for you, yeah. you know? And just the way that I was raised is if you're going into someone else's home, you're, like, grateful for the food that they serve you. Yeah. And you don't like you're not asking for accommodations and stuff like that you know like i think we were raised very differently though like i feel like that's that's a typical mexican kind of like culture or just even maybe maybe it's not even just uh, alone to mexican culture or or hispanic culture maybe other different cultures that do the same thing but like just speaking from our experiences i feel like in a hispanic culture you kind of are raised in a way like oh any food that's served to you you take it and if you don't like it, then you eat as much as you can or try to like just chum a little bit down and say thank you and just move on. You know, like you don't say, oh, no, do you have, you know, rice instead or oh no, do, can you can you give me Chinese food instead? We don't, you know. OK, uh, well, what I will say is that I had a lot of issues with food growing up mm-hmm. and um, I think it was hard for me going into people's homes because I was very picky of what I would eat. Yeah. And I would eat like two things. <laughs> yeah. I was like frijoles, quesadillas, and enchiladas. That's frijoles like, is beans. Quesadillas are... Quesadillas. Quesadillas. Actually, yeah, quesadillas don't have an English term. <laughs> and enchiladas yeah. are enchiladas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Those were like really the only three foods that like I would eat. And everything else, like I would throw a fuss over. And... um. I just had a really hard time eating since as long as I can remember. And I could never finish any food down. Like Whatever plate it was, no matter if my parents served me half of what they served to my little brother, I mm. couldn't finish it. If they served me half of that, I couldn't finish it. Yeah. Um, so growing up with a big Hispanic family, we would go visit my aunt's house a lot for parties and stuff. And they would have a bunch of food there. And um, I do appreciate that Like uh, they all kind of understood. They all knew my special eating habits. Um, so they, I was never forced to eat because at, at first they would, for the first couple of years, they would like, just eat, just eat. And I just couldn't explain how, I don't even know now. Um, I, I think it's tough, man. Cause like as a kid, you don't even know what's wrong. You know, yeah. like, well, I don't even know now. Cause it's not like I ever got anything checked out. Um, yeah. But, I mean, we probably should eventually. Yeah. But, I mean, you're a lot better now, which makes me a lot happier, you know? Yeah. You're like, you'll, like, I remember a time where we couldn't order any takeout. Like, none. Because you just didn't want any food, you know? And, like. Anywhere we went, I would yeah, just drink water. Straight up. Like, it was it was tough. I, I mean, it's obviously tough for you because you were experienced at all. I never but, saw like, an issue with it. I was just like, dude, what's the big deal that I don't want to yeah. eat? What's the big deal well, that I haven't eaten all day? It hurts other people. <laughs> Because, like, yeah. it made me sad because I'm, like, we go and I eat, like, three burgers and freaking two set of medium fries and whatever. And then I'm seeing you there and you're eating, like, maybe whatever the kids meal had or, like, chicken nuggets. And then you I drink water. I never chicken nuggets. Or it whatever. Was, like, the smallest little thing. either fruit, water, or salads. You sometimes say, like, three fries for me or oh, something. I, I always like fries. Yeah. Yeah. Potato. And, and like at first when we first started dating, I was like, that this is so sad. Like, I want you to eat and enjoy food and feel full and stuff. And, and you just wouldn't, you know? And I think, and I'm happy that like where you're at now, because like now we'll be like, hey, you just want to order somewhere from DoorDash? And you'd be like, yeah, just pick whatever. I'm like, 
That's awesome. You know? Yeah. I mean, I still am a little weird because anywhere you pick, I already know exactly the one thing that I would get from there. Yeah. I, I never mean, have yeah. options. I'm always like, if you're ordering something from over here, I know what I'm going to get because I've tried yeah. it and I'm kind of restricted to trying other stuff. I just, but yeah. I guess like all that to say that I, I wasn't forced to eat that, but I never expected them to accommodate me. You know, if they're making yeah. pozole or um, tamales or anything. And I, I hated all of that. I, I yeah. just wanted my tortilla <laughs> and <laughs> quesadilla. Queso. That was it. Yeah. Um, I, I never expected them to make something special for me, you know. Um, but uh, my parents kind of were my parents. So they wanted to make sure that I ate something. Mm. So depending what it was, they would just kind of pull the little ingredients from here and yeah. there to make something that I was able to eat or would eat. Yeah. But that doesn't follow my uncles and that doesn't follow my aunts or my That's cousins. True. Um, but like I, I said, eat. it just depends how people are because I do have yeah. a cousin who she's amazing and she knows I'm close to her more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, when I would go to her house, she would always make something that she knew I liked. And I had another aunt the same way that she, <laughs> it was just like a, a taco de frijoles, you know, and yeah. she would know that I would eat that. So she would make that for me, but it's not on yeah. other people. And I would never ask someone to be you know special what? for me. I, it's, it's tough though. Cause it's like, yes, you yourself and, and probably um, OP's wife are, you probably are both very similar in that way. I, I'm actually just, you talking about this story, I completely switched my perspective around on this, on this uh, story that we read here. But like, I, I'm pretty sure you both have the same like mentality of like, oh, I don't want to bother other people with my issue, right? I'm not going to force somebody else to be different because of what I have. Well, it's a but little, like, I don't think I re- resonate with OP's wife I, because she feels mm-hmm. bad and she like cried because she's been maybe a little more sensitive yeah yeah. she maybe she has okay it's not completely like one-to-one right but the 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 initial feeling of like not wanting to um put like uh burning on somebody else right that initial feeling i think you you guys might really probably um resonate on but then on top of that i now feel like i resonate with the husband like and i cannot understand why he did what he did you know like i remember when you first started like showing up and, and meeting my parents mm-hmm. like there was nothing for you to eat yeah, you wouldn't eat anything. anything and then my mom was like well is she okay like what's <laughs> going on Does she hate my cooking and i had to explain to her like no you know it's not that at all it's just that, like she has you know some specific eating habits and then i told her like hey this is what she likes to eat and then like maybe like the next few times that you started coming around she, that's all she would make you remember yeah. and even like, then she always it was had hard because like i like things even though, like, for example, I might like frijoles. Yeah. I only like them the way that my mom would prepare them, yeah. you know? So I'm like, I appreciate that your mom would make them. I'm like, yeah. but they're not, they're not, they don't taste the same. Yeah. So I still wouldn't want to eat um, back then. But I remember, like, that was tough. I hated going to your parents' house because yeah. I just didn't want to put, be in that situation. Because in our culture, it's disrespectful to reject food, <laughs> yeah, you know? Is, yeah. Um, it's like spitting on their food. <laughs> you basically, yeah. you say no. But uh-huh. what didn't, you know, like the way that I would go about it is I would eat before I went go to your parents. Yeah. You know, and then I would just show up and they would offer food. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I'm full. Thank yeah. you. Um, but I think the but part you see, that, like, I, I, I just think that that's that that's appropriate. You know, yeah, like, I agree. Hey, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to like that. Let me eat before. Yeah. Or like bring my own food. I, that to me would be 
Like, it's a little weird. That but, yeah. weird. <laughs> I um, think it's even more disrespectful to bring your own food. When, well, in, because in, like, they're, they're okay household. with it, though. They're right? okay, yeah. They're, they're family at the end of the yeah. day. So they're like, no, I, I get it. I think the, like, I think the part that, like, I understand more, like, now, like, kind of, like, um, talking about this, too, is, like, I think the fact that the 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 family wasn't understanding. I think that's the part they that I... They were understanding in my eyes. They were like, hmm. she can bring something else. You know, she can yeah. bring her own food. Um, the thing is that as... Okay, OP, right? That's, she's talking about her wife. You, as yeah. my husband. Like, if it's... Um, so there's a lot of kids in your family. So if it was like one of the yeah. kids' birthdays, um, you wouldn't show up and you're like, you know, I know that you have this whole event planned mm. and I know that you're ordering pizza. I hate pizza. Yeah. I don't eat pizza. So you're like, um, but Mari doesn't eat pizza. So can you not yeah or the pizza like that's See, not right th that's a difference or, though like but no 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 hold up even okay. if you're like hey uh can you also order something else like yeah. i think that that's it's not on anyone else to do that yeah i, I agree but like this is the difference between this family and my family for example when my my i don't know who was you niece. have an amazing family i love your family <laughs> thank you appreciate that but like just to put that example out there right like when my niece had her party whatever it was yeah. my sister called me she's like hey i'm ordering pizzas do you want me to order a cheese only pizza for Mari so that she can eat? Remember that? She didn't, it didn't end up turning out. I don't like pizza you, at all. Because it had sauce. We weren't, we weren't, all we pizza thought, has the tomato yeah, sauce. We didn't, my sister and I didn't think that through. <laughs> um, but like the intention was there, right? The intention yeah. of like, hey, we want to accommodate the fact that you're coming. Let's order a whole cheese only pizza so that you can you know have like eat and then oh they also got cheese crust on it because they yeah. knew that you like cheese crust I'll eat the crust on all those pizzas <laughs> yeah exactly so like they they accommodated to it right i guess i guess we can't always um uh, we can't expect that from all families to do the exact same thing mm -hmm. right but like i can understand this husband like i feel like if no what i'm trying to say that i don't think that you would is if your sister if you ask your sister hey can you order something else for mari which I no, I, I get that. And, and I she said, honestly, like, I already have this whole thing yeah, planned. It would be a douche it, move to do. And the, for her to say no? No, no, no. It would be a douche move for me to ask, expect yeah. or ask mm -hmm. for her to do and something else. And then if else. she said no, you got upset and didn't go to a party and didn't talk to her no more. Mm. And refused to even have them over yeah. until they apologized and accommodate me. Yeah, I think, so the thing, I think the part is like, I I do feel like that's, like you saying all that is douchey and it's not right. Like that's the national move of, of me to do, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I, it's my eating yeah. issue. Like I deal with my eating. But issue. I still like resonate with the husband. Like I can still connect with why he did what he did because at the end of the day, I am a husband and I love you. You know, so like if I see you in any sort of uncomfortableness or any sort of like um, situation that doesn't doesn't make you feel good, I feel the need. And it's almost like a jerk reaction to do something about it. Like, I need to fix this. And I've had that, like, feeling before yeah, with my family as well. Yeah, but you what you and do, so, not with what other people do. Yes, but, like, I, 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 I'm not saying this guy was right. At the end of the, like, just, just to clarify everything, at the end of the day, I'm not saying this guy was right. I think the what girl? he did was, was very um, uh, emotional-driven. I think that's what he did. It hurt. But, huh? it, it's two girls. Oh, it's two girls? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I apologize for that. I think what she did was very emotionally driven, okay? Um, uh, but I, I can't even... I probably have been saying husband the whole time. Uh, wife. My, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, but I I understand this wife. Like, I resonate with this wife. Because, like, 
although what she did was a very emotionally driven um, thing, I feel like if something like this happened to me and I was in the, not in the best mindset or not in the best mood, I would have done the exact same thing she did. Not showing up? What happened? Like not show up and, and then not want to talk mm, to them or yeah, post you, them? More, more like I, I would maybe not exactly the same i'd be i'd be in the same side of like upsetness like i'd be like hey guys like this really does suck that you guys don't want to work with us on trying to have my wife like you know like accommodated for a little bit like I, we just it's just order from somewhere more like somewhere else you know and then like no, it, would not. and, and I'd, I'd feel yeah i would i feel i would feel a little upset i'd probably talk to my parents about it or my or my sister about it no you wouldn't because you wouldn't in the first place Yes, I wouldn't in the first place because I'm not. I don't have as high emotions as she does. But I don't think it has to do with emotions. It's just the belief, because we believe it's our responsibility to like take care mm -hmm. of me. You know, like not put it on anyone else to accommodate me. And I just, I, I, I don't want to bash anyone, right? So what yeah. I would say is for Op and Op's wife, I would just say, hey, you show love by cooking for people. Mm -hmm. Like, don't try to put that on other family and be like if they're not mm. accommodating me that must they're not showing me love just yeah. try to think about other things that they've done for you because i'm hoping that they did and have and i'm sure they have yeah. of how they would show love and appreciation maybe it's not for food you know yeah. but like were they there for you when you had a flat tire or something like that think of uh, other things it mm. it's not a That's one a for point. one you know yeah um it's just you guys don't see that the same way and that's fine yeah uh, but yeah, they are That's the assholes. Good, I, I like that. I like their response. Um, uh, I, I'm still gonna not let go of the fact that like I think what she did is understandable. I'm I don't not. Think it's I'm understandable. not. I'm not gonna like say I support it. I'm not gonna say she did the right thing. I'm just gonna say, I get it. Like that's it. I I, I get why she did what she did. Um, but just moving forward here, uh, overall rating was you're that asshole. And the top comment was, soft, you're the asshole. Your wife might love cooking for other people, but they're not demanding that she do so. She does it out of her own accord. Demanding that other people completely change their food plans to accommodate one person is a bit selfish, especially when you admit yourself that her needs are very specific. It's a bit like having to accommodate for a severe food allergy. A lot of people feel too much pressure to get everything perfect. In cases like that, it is easier if the person with specific needs brings their own food. If you want things to be fair, maybe next time you invite family over, tell them that you and your wife will be cooking to suit her needs and that they will need to bring their own food if they don't like it. Hmm. You know what? I, I, I do find it a little bit odd that like, and I guess we don't have any background information on this, but like, I do find it a little bit odd because they, he's men or she, my bad. She mentioned that like when she, when the wife cooks uh, for the rest of the family, she feels sad because although she cooked all this food, she herself cannot eat it, right? No, but the like, OP feels sad that her wife won't eat the food that she cooked. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. That's what I'm saying. So, okay. like, um, I I don't understand how they haven't found, like, a, a solution to that. Like, how come OP, um, uh, not OP, OP's wife um, uh, doesn't, um, doesn't just cook extra food for herself? Is it just because I, she continuously keeps feeling left out or something? No, or I think it's just, like, her, um, the the food issues that she has mm -hmm. i mean for me one of them for a while was just eating in front of people <laughs> i didn't want to yeah. eat in front of people I, I remember that yeah you know mm -hmm. so yeah yeah um there were a few comments here um uh, just kind of like trying to dissect the situation 
more. But like um, one of the other comments here was um, the I, I don't really want to read the top part because it's too too much. But like there's a little section here that says, I get that you were standing up for your wife, but she asked you not to. And you doing so drew more attention to her. Also, your threat to your family takes away something that you describe as bringing her joy. Your family sucks for not attempting to accommodate her in some way and referring to her as picky when she has a legitimate med medical issue she is struggling with. And then she said that like, uh, or not she, um, uh, OP, um, uh, said that her wife actually had like an upbringing that was very abusive. So she, so she like um, avoids confrontation. But after the fact, she was like, oh, thank you for standing up for me. So I don't, I don't understand like the dynamic of this relationship. Like, is yeah. it that they just really don't feel comfortable with the family now? Like, yes, it's been an ongoing thing. And like they, the, the wife just finally, not the wife, OP, just technically OP is the wife, but like, just to be more clear, <laughs> OP, um, I just finally had enough. Like, has it been like this big bubble of that they've been doing this, you know, for a long time and then it just poof, finally popped or something, which is unhealthy, but just a really weird dynamic of this whole yeah. thing. Um, uh, but yeah, I, there's a lot of other comments that they go here. And I might actually just start posting <laughs> the story or the Reddit link in the description. So that way you guys can kind of like look in there and see if there's any updates or anything else. Um, but I think that's that. I All I, I want to say is mm -hmm. um, I hope that Opie's wife gets better with her yeah. eating yeah. issues. That's tough, though. I, I mean, there's a lot of support that needs to be done, you know. And maybe like I, I don't know how, how far the medical issues um lie but like maybe even go to like some sort of eating therapy or some i don't know sort what of... to say because i haven't done anything for myself in regards to externally yeah. to try to fix it so <laughs> um yes yeah, so, but the thing for you is you got better over time i don't know if the, oh, oh, op's wife is getting better over time i don't know if she has even wanted yeah, to get so better over I'm time just like I don't yeah know. <laughs> yeah um let's go ahead and just jump over to the next story here am i the asshole for refusing to stop speaking chinese around my step family throw away because of privacy i 16 female grew up speaking both english and chinese mandarin but i'm just gonna say chinese to keep it simple at home my dad is white but lived in china for a while so he understands pretty well and my mom has learned english but it still is most comfortable with her first language i'm fluent in both but i'm close with my mom's family and have a lot of friends from immigrant families so i kind of use them interchangeably my parents got divorced a few years back which sucked I mostly lived with my mom, but I spent weekends and some school breaks with my dad. Everything was okay until my dad started dating Jane. I don't have a lot in common with Jane, and she's kind of pushy and invasive. Like, she has to be involved in everything, whether it has anything to do with her or not. She has a son, 10 male, that is okay, but not happy about stuff either. It got worse when they got engaged and moved in last year. I thought at least I could just avoid them most of the time during the weekend, but Jane won't leave me alone. The big problem right now is that she doesn't like it when I speak Chinese at their house because she can't understand it. She complains when I Zoom my cousins or watch Chinese dramas on my phone. She says it's because she can't tell if I'm being appropriate. But I told her my dad understands me and it's his business, not hers. She whined about it to my dad who asked if I would just speak English when I'm at their place to keep the peace. And I said I would always talk in English in conversations with her. But I'm not going to stop speaking slash listening to Chinese when it doesn't involve her. And I stopped coming over if that wasn't okay. My dad said that it was fine and he talked to her. He caused a fight between them and she started loudly speaking over me or my shows in English instead. So I've stopped talking to her at all. And I speak to my dad in Chinese and his stepbrother in English, which makes her really mad. 
She thinks I'm a shit talking her, but I don't talk about her at all. And my dad would tell me off if I was. It's stressing my dad out. So maybe I'm being the asshole. Interesting story. You want to go ahead and take it off? I have strong opinions. <laughs> surprise, <always> surprise. <laughs> okay. First, before I get to my strong opinions, I do want to say that part of my culture and the way that I was raised, it is disrespectful to speak a different language when you're in a group of people that do not all understand that different language. Mm, yeah. Like having that said or whatever, <laughs> however yeah, okay. I was supposed to put these words in order. Um, You have no right to tell other people to start to stop talking the language that's most comfortable to them when they are doing their own thing. I'm watching a yeah. TV show. It's like whatever language I freaking choose to hear it in. That's like my, yeah, my <laughs> like my choice. If I'm talking to one person and it's a private conversation, then you're not supposed to be listening anyway. Why do I need to change my language? And yeah, I just got like fired up because this reminded me of uh, my first job. On Target, and um, oh, sweet Target! <laughs> so many stories from there. Um, but I have a really close friend who uh, worked in Target with us, you know, mm. and um, we were in um, guest services together. And it was just the two of guest us. Guest service, just just to give you guys background. I think just people a, know Target and guest service. Do they? Well, I'm just gonna say regardless. Customer it's service. just a place, uh, customer service. Just a place where you want to get returns or whatever, you know, fix well, people things. People know. People know. Okay. Uh, don't interrupt my my, <laughs> my heat. Um, and you know, sometimes there's not customers, so we're just picking up around and getting things in order. And uh, we talk with each other, you know, and we both are yeah. Hispanic and we um, spoke Spanish to each other. And um, our supervisor was just walking around and told us to stop speaking Spanish. And it's just because like, she doesn't understand Spanish. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, as long as I'm not around guests and as long as I'm not talking um, like in, like to in other... an appropriate way, oh, uh -huh. like it does not matter to you whether I need to speak Spanish or English. And if okay. you want to discuss it further, then we can discuss it further in front of HR. Mm. Um, because I thought that that was super inappropriate. Dude, yeah. like it's not getting in a, the way of us working and no one is around. It's just because you pass by and don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't get that. I think it's like, um, it probably stems from a place of insecurity almost. Or like some sort yeah, of like... Yeah, well like this, this mom, listen dumb mom stepmom <laughs> yeah oh well i can't make sure if they're talking about me you know like okay yeah yeah i'm talking to my cousin again it's just like i feel like it's all insecurity like she's so self-conscious about herself that she's like really trying to shape the world to be like i need to know and be in control of everything yep. i need to know that she's not talking smack on me i need to know that like she's saying the right words or she's not talking smack about my living area whatever like anything she's just a really really insecure person um um am i the asshole right that's the that's like the, the whole I can thing answer here. That. <laughs> um you are the asshole in the way that you did one thing oh um, the petty move then yes so about it. for me i love that she stood her ground and was like no dad i'm gonna keep speaking yeah the language that's most comfortable to me you know um And she's kind of being petty by being like, okay, I'll speak to my dad in Mandarin and I'll speak to uh, the kid in English, you know? Yeah. But if you're all around the dinner table, again, in my culture and the way that I was raised, it is disrespectful if you're yeah. around the dinner table and you're talking Mandarin to one person when yeah. you all speak one common language. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, man. I, I, well, I think it's rude because, like, even though you are being petty, like, that's completely fine. And, like, as an adult, I'm like, if you want to be petty, be petty. But you, yeah. you are, like, not an adult yet, so you're putting your dad I, in a very uncomfortable situation. Yeah, I think there's a part that's, like, that, the part that I'm not cool with. The fact that you're, like, now stressing your dad out because of the actions that you're doing. Like... Yeah, maybe you should stop. But <laughs> so the dad also needs stress. to get a backbone. Yeah, the dad needs to defend her a little more. Um, he can't just have... It sounds... You know what the thing is? Like, it sounds like the stepmom is a very bossy, manipulative yeah. person. So, like, the dad probably doesn't even have a lot of things he can, like, defend himself with. Like, I can I can definitely see this being the kind of thing that, like, the dad is like, oh, hey, can you be a little more, like, cool with my, my, my daughter? Like, you're kind of being really harsh. And she's like, hey, well, you know what? She disrespected me, blah, 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 blah. You know, get all mad. And then be like, you know what? I'm not talking to you for, like, days or whatever, right? I think he's probably just in a really toxic relationship Yeah. with a very insecure person. Yeah. So this... What yes. the dad needs to do is be like, hey, daughter, um, this is your home. I... Uh, my home is your home. So yeah. I want you to feel comfortable here. So if you want to yeah. listen to your shows in, in, in Mandarin and Chinese, that's fine. If you are yeah. uh, Skyping your cousins, speak to them in whatever language you want to speak to. Um, I do want you guys to get along. I'm not saying be best friends. I'm not saying accept her as your stepmom. Just mm. be cordial. And can you please speak in English when we are in group gatherings, if we're around the table? Like, yeah. Just do your part in that part, in that sense. And I will make sure that she doesn't step over the line yeah. in any other area. Yeah. Thank you for your I, support and blah, blah, blah. Then talk to his <laughs> wife and be like, hey, I there's nothing wrong with her speaking in a different yeah. language, listening to shows in a different language. And if she's having a private conversation with me, then that's a private conversation she's having with me. Um, but I understand that it can make you feel uncomfortable, especially because you don't know that language. So, like, as long as we're in a group environment, uh, she should be speaking English. But other yeah. than that, you have we can't dictate I, what language she's speaking. I can only hope that the husband is the type of person that can that can do that, because like well, some people can't. Yeah, yeah, he does, but. You know, who, who knows if he can. It's because the thing for me is like, okay, yeah, some people um, are more comfortable with speaking out and stuff like that than others. But when you're a parent, I do not yeah. care if you're shy. I do not care if you're confrontational You have like a responsibility. You, need, you have the responsibility to make sure that your child is being treated correctly. Yeah. As well, you are a husband. So you need to make sure that your wife is being treated correctly too. Yeah. So you need to step up and be able to... Um, have those tough conversations that might not be easy for you. Yeah, more of the story. Just have the husband step up. He needs to be. A, he needs to be a man. Take over his household or something. I don't I know. I mean, just <laughs> that sounds be a better. Little, <laughs> a little much. I'm just saying, like, be a good parent and be a good spouse. Yeah, kick that wife out and tell your daughter to stop being. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> no. Next story. Just completely make it a whole different uh, direction. Wait, before we go to the next story, we have other things we need to tap into here. Oh. Overall vote is not the asshole. Uh, top of comment here is two red flags: one for wanting to control you, and one for being paranoid. You need to have phone conversations with your cousins in Mandarin while occasionally giving long looks straight at Jane so she really thinks you're talking about her. She could always learn Mandarin herself if she's that obsessed. 
Um, That's going extra petty. And I like this again. I'm here just, for it. Yeah, go for it. Go beyond. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's not a whole lot more. I think you hit it right in the head. Okay, there. this is my stance on petty stuff. Okay, <laughs> I will be petty for like r immediately after the situation, right? Yeah. So this whole thing happened. I'm gonna be petty like this as a kid. I'm, I can't. I don't have that luxury as, yeah. too much as an adult anymore. <laughs> but as a kid, I wouldn't do this. Yeah. Um. But then like. Okay, you can't be like that forever. You, you know, you're yeah. not gonna have a good relationship with uh, his wife or your dad if you're like that. So do this for like a day, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, kind of, kind of just like let the steam come out, and then yeah. you know, just kind of get over it. Um, um, there are, are some interesting points though. Like I just kind of going through this um, uh, this thread here, and also seeing what OP responds in. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it kind of gives a little bit more of like a deep dive into into the mom or the stepmom, because it actually looks like she's talking or OP mentions that like ever since um uh, the the stepmom became kind of part of the family and, and whatever she, I think she moved in right, mm -hmm. ever since she moved in they stopped doing a lot of like the Chinese um, celebrations that they actually used to have, which is kind of weird. I, like again, I think this dad is just like has no backbone and it's just like such a, like a a person that you can kind of just shove around yeah. because it, it seems like oh first of all just kind of to before i move forward uh they were doing lunar year parties and now they're not doing that anymore um she used to cook a lot more like of her culture's food they're not doing that anymore either because apparently the someone doesn't like it um uh, and uh they used to have like little cookout sections uh, se cookout sessions and um uh, it, it was like a fun little bonding thing and uh, this is funny part but like Apparently the the stepmom didn't like it, so instead of eating their food, she started just ordering Panda Express instead, which is like, okay. I mean, I guess it's a nice little way of like figuring, uh, not figuring out, but like kind of um, uh, finding a solution to a problem. But like the, her whole issue was like, oh, I don't like the Asian or Chinese food that you guys are making, so I'm gonna order Panda Express instead. Just a little bit ironic, but whatever. Um, but it just it, it seems like this stepmom is kind of like trying to get rid of all the traditional things that they used to be doing or used to That's do. That's not okay. Yeah, it seems like she's taking over. It, I feel like as a child, I'd be like, uh, what's going on? Things are changing way too quickly, and I don't have a there's no reason as to why. Like, what my I dad hasn't even said anything. Is it just sounds really hard to have a mixed family like this Probably, because yeah. one of the um people involved have no relationship or yeah, no, no, nothing to do with this other kid. So uh, it's just so tough because when your two parents united again, like your kid, you're both disciplining the kid and yeah. the kid may have an issue with one of you at a time and you might disagree with your spouse, but at the end of the day, you know, you are all family, you yeah. know, but when it's a step, family like this where one of them is not really being cooperative i'm talking about the stepmom yeah. it's just such a hard place to be at for like that parent but something i would say is not i think parents should make an effort to have like one-on-one -on -one with their kids and mm, that includes kids as like a group and kid yeah. as in a one-on-one -on -one. so if you have three kids you know just have like a a daddy daughter date like um you know, just a day for the two of them and do that with all of your kids, um, especially when they're in a situation like this where I don't think yeah. that they get along with the stepmom or stepbrother. Yeah, it's definitely struggling. And I feel like it's um, putting a lot of stress into <laughs> yeah, all the relationships. relationships are hard. 
They sure are. They sure are. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. These nice stories don't make them look any better. All um, relationships <laughs> are hard. Dude. Yeah, yeah. But let's go ahead and just uh, jump over to the next story here. It is. Am I the asshole for making up rules for my future in-laws when they visit our house, but not for my own family and friends? So I, 36 male, own a decent-sized home in a popular tourist destination state and city. I bought this house years ago when I moved here for work. Over the years, my immediate family visits me often and other families and friends less often to enjoy the city and state. They almost always stay with me and are good guests. They pick up and clean up after themselves, don't have guests over, rent their own cars, and don't borrow mine and clean up before leaving. I look forward to all their visits. About a year ago, I got engaged to my fiance, 32 female, after which she moved into my house and it became our house. Like me, she was born and raised in another state then moved to the state for work. Once her family saw our house on social media, they got excited and started to make plans to visit. I'm not so excited about their visits. We visit her family often and I was not impressed with the state of their homes. Almost always they had dirty clothes on the floors and in the hallways slash living room on couches etc dust everywhere dirty dishes from days piled up in the sink and or dishwasher and full trash bags from the bathroom slash bedroom piled up outside of the bathroom slash bedroom door seriously they pile these tiny full bags of trash in the house instead of taking them outside there are almost empty soda cans and cups with dry substances everywhere everyone in her family seems to be like this even though they don't live in the same house all of their houses and apartments have faint moldy smells. Last week, my fiance texted me while I was at work to ask if it's okay for her brother and his family, wife, and three kids to come visit in December while the kids are on their break. One week. They want to get out of the cold. I took a few hours to think about it because I immediately wanted to say no. However, since it's now our house, I knew I couldn't. When I answered, I said yes, but there are rules they need to follow. 1. No clothes on the floor. 2. No trash on the floors. 3. They wash cups, dishes, utensils after each use. She didn't answer me for a while, but when she did, things blew up. She said I never have rules for my family and friends when they visit, so why am I forcing rules on hers? I answered that my family and friends don't need to be told to not throw dirty clothes on the floor. Things went downhill from there. When I told my coworkers, they laughed at me and said I should have sucked it up and just cleaned after the future in-laws left. They said the key to a happy relationship is to keep the wife, in my case, fiance, happy. However, I don't think my rules are too much and perfectly reasonable for guests who will be staying for a week. But obviously, my fiance and coworkers disagree. Am I the asshole? Oof. Um, I don't think he's asshole. Um, or she, I, uh, <laughs> I didn't catch it again. Is it, a, is it two wives again? No, it's okay. a he. Okay. It's a he and a she, right? Okay, mm -hmm. cool. So, um, uh, I, I don't think he's an asshole. I think it's, it's okay that he put like, um, I, I, how do I put it? Like it, he met in the middle ground. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, okay, they can come over. Like I didn't want them to, but they can come over. Right. But. Let's agree to see if we can have a cleaner environment than we're normally they're normally used to, and um, uh, yeah, and let's just move on from there. But I do feel a little weird about the way he kind of reacts to all of this because, like, I think the way I would do it is I wouldn't even try to put. I, I guess I'm just <laughs> I'm just in agreement with the friends here, but like I I always feel like. I kind of take the other approach where I, I just clean up after them. Like, I'll, I'll just do what I know that I'm comfortable living with after the fact. Like, while they're here, while everything's happening, like, you do what you need to do. Maybe I'll be a little bit 
strict where I'm like, hey man, if you if you're gonna throw trash, just throw it in the in the trash bag, or just get another trash bag and just throw it in there. Like maybe I'll say things like that, but it won't be like, oh yeah, take care of everything and to my standards, and then we'll we'll be happy together. You know, like I'll be like, no, like I'll clean everything after whatever. Just just put it somewhere that's not on the floor. You know, like I kind of go not middle ground. I go more like eighty percent. Maybe towards, 85 yeah. towards, towards accommodating for any guests. Um, um, but yeah, but what, what are your thoughts on this? I feel like I was really conflicted at first mm-hmm. because I chose the story, right? Yeah. When I first read it, I was really conflicted. But right now that you read it, I think I know where I stand. But I don't know how realistic it is. So for me, I hate people. Um, like I hate, <laughs> nice. I hate people in my space. Um, and my space is my home, you know? Uh, I can have guests over, but for like a couple hours, you know, this is a yeah. week of people like sleeping there and living there. It's a pretty um, big house though. So I can't want to see them. Yeah. But still, I just, I'm very specific in that sense. Uh, I just like my own space. I like my privacy. Uh, I, I don't know. It's difficult, but what I would do. If I know that I've had my family over and my friends and it's been good. Yeah. Because I am a little bit more okay. Because my brother has stayed here uh, when he visits. Oh, yeah. And I love having him here. But I think it's a little biased because it's my brother, you know? I don't know how much I would enjoy if someone else that's like on your family would stay here for that long. Mm. Um, yeah. Because I lived with him, you know? So yeah. it's, it's a little bit different. You also kind of like both of you kind of already have been used to living together yeah so you know what things make you take and what don't you know so like mm-hmm. obviously he won't do things that he already knows you won't like yeah um, um but yeah but let's say your family's planning coming over and for some reason i'm gonna just pretend that this is how your family is like that's pretty gross to be honest if you just like yeah, have i mean mold like it's a moldy smell clothes all over the floor uh trash bags piling up it, it yeah. that's that's gross dude it's a lot yeah that's a lot um but let's say that your family was like that and they were gonna come and stay over i wouldn't be happy about it like i know myself i'm gonna be like dude i am not looking forward to this at all but i wouldn't put any rules i would just okay i would not put any rules for their first visit I would just expect that they're a decent human being and are decent guests. Like, I feel like everyone out there knows, like, how to be a decent guest. (laughs) Yeah, I think some people just don't put the effort into it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, for their first visit, and it's a week, that's a long-ass time. Yeah. I I would treat them like I would treat any other guest, like my family or my friends that have stayed over. Once they leave, and if they were exactly how I thought they were going to be, which is messy, gross, leaving everything behind. And it's just, it was super unpleasant. I would tell my spouse, my fiance, that I would tell you, hey, honestly, I don't, I think I would complain a little bit, but that's it. And then (laughs) next time that they come over or they want to come over, I'm going to be like, hey, last time it was a disaster. I hated it. I am not going to have them over if they're going to be like that again. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, it is your family. So if they want to come over, can you please set up expectations? Because what they did last time is yeah. not acceptable. And I, I don't want to hear like that. Yeah. But the way that you and I are also is like, we kind of take responsibility for our own families, you know? So like. Which is how it should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
which means you need to be the one that talks to them and be like, hey guys, like I'm I'm happy that you guys liked it here last time. I'm happy to have you guys back. Uh, can you just please make sure that you guys kind of clean up a little bit after? Yeah. Uh, it was a lot for me and my wife to to clean up after you guys. And you guys are coming over for vacation, but we're still working and it's, it's a yeah. lot. Um, and then I, after the second time, see how that goes. And then yeah. you make your final decision of yes or no for future events. Mm. And I think that's kind of like the way he was kind of going about it, except that uh, he, he kind of skipped to the next one. Yeah, yeah. He, he skipped to the next step, the next uh, steps here. Um, but I do feel like maybe the wife um, just got like really heated. Um, like she, I mean, it's a family thing, right? And anytime families involved, you almost have like this extinctual like behavior that yeah exactly like protect everything that's like mine so like i i think she probably just never getting very emotional about it right like oh you're talking smack about my family like that's messed up you never done that for anybody else blah blah right so like she she got really defensive about it and i I think think that's probably to be honest (laughs) that instinct is so strong and it comes so fast you know i would have been upset too i would have been like okay well we've had multiple people over and i have never heard you talk about these rules what the heck you know like you're not treating my family the same yeah i would have been upset i think my emotions would have gotten to me um but at the same time you need to be a little bit realistic too so i would have gotten upset first i probably would have hung up after like we talked and i would be like okay we'll talk when you get home and because he was working yeah and then been like you know what it hurt me that you it feels like you're discriminating against my family and not yours but i know that they can be a little messy um so i'll work yeah i think it's just a communication thing you know you just need to talk it out and see and see how you can come to a good standing i will say it's so hard to (laughs) yeah yeah. do not say anything negative Um, about my family because i will come for you and consider that a threat to anybody out there (laughs) (laughs) uh no but uh overall overall vote here is not the asshole and uh top comment is not the asshole you do have rules for your own family you just don't have to point it out explicitly because they respect them and have natural respect for another person's house. Yeah. That's fair. I think that's really fair. Like, I, I, it's just rules that you have for anyone visiting yeah. and you've never had to tell them because they do it automatically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's just, it's a little bit, it's a little bit hard when you actually have to learn, like, kind of like talk to a group of people or family or just anybody about expectations that should just be, you know, obvious. Yeah. Uh, okay so let's say that this is unspoken rules right yeah i think some of the unspoken rules as a guest is leave um any place that you were at nicer than how it was when you got there so Mm. as in if everything was spanking clean then leave it the same you know um like fold your like set the bed like sweep whatever it is you know just make sure that you're not leaving it worse than how it was and then um as a guest definitely always try to wash your own dishes and then as the host on the other hand um don't expect them to like yeah but if they offer that's nice you know yeah yeah i agree it, this is actually kind of an interesting thing because it's like kind of um uh, when it comes down to to it all it seems like they just have really different upbringings so like it's it's funny to see how this all shaped up because he actually uh, op talks about in the comments that like she actually used to have this type of behavior 
where like she was just really dirty oh. <laughs> and then like it took time for her to like kind of it just feels weird but like it's kind of like like change your behavior Wait, or like OP? Up, no no op op was always clean like okay, op's wife fiance yeah yeah op's fiance has yeah, always i was questioning that yeah. like so if the whole family is messy like this how I come wonder... she isn't or something yeah yeah, yeah exactly so, but it, it turns out that like uh the fiance was uh has been pretty um uh, like disgusting in the past or just not clean in the past yeah um so like it took time for her to kind of adjust to this new lifestyle but also in the comments it's just funny because like uh op is like oh, i'm not a, i'm not a clean freak and then he um uh, he, he then talks he describe. goes on to talk about his expectations and stuff and, he, and he's like after answering you i realized i actually might be a clean freak <laughs> so like you know he's just they're yeah, understanding it's so hard the dude it is yeah. so hard because like I would consider myself a bit of yeah. a clean freak. And I don't know. It's just no one, nothing ever meets your own expectations of you doing it. That's true. Except for me. I'm okay with any expectations. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not a clean freak. Yeah. But you see, it's, it's, just, it's just difficult to be that type of person and then have people over. At least how I feel. Um, because I love having people over. But only for a little bit because yeah. then I feel like everything's a mess and I hate it, you know? Yeah. I'm like the complete opposite, which I think just makes our relationship be more fun. More fun. <laughs> no, it really does make it fun. Where I'm like, yo, I want people to stay here for longer because it's fun to see what happens, you know? And uh, this is one time having people over. But uh, I think it would be so exhausting to be a host for so many days. For probably. A I've actually never. Jeez. I don't think. We've. Actually, no, your brother's been here for, for like a week once, right? Mm -hmm. So. But that's different. That's my brother. I'm not yeah, like in a host He's mode. very low standards too. And like he does, for the most part, he's awake when we're asleep. And then <laughs> he's like asleep when we're working. So like he's not very, yeah, he's, he's kind of like a, oh, this is going to sound so bad. But this, this he's kind of like a pet in a way. Oh like, my gosh. <laughs> it sounds really bad. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were just going to say like an owl, you know, just okay, nocturnal. That, we can have a pet owl. I don't know. Oh that's, my that gosh, could be the pet that he is. Okay, my point is like, like this is, I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> You're probably hearing this. Someone's so unsubscribing. No, no, please. <laughs> You're like our biggest supporter. <laughs> um, We have a pet snake. And the pet snake is so low maintenance. Like, homie just leaves when, like, during the day, and then he wakes up like in the afternoon or something. Like, he's we feed him like maybe like maybe once every three weeks or something. Like, is because that's that's her cycle. By the way, it's not because we're bad parents. But like, um, the snake is such low maintenance. And what I'm saying is like, your brother also has very low maintenance. Like, he doesn't ask for much. You know, like if anything, he, he just is wants to know. Is that why he hasn't come back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, this whole time. <laughs> um, uh, no, he just doesn't. He's very limited, so we don't have to worry about uh, him a lot. You know, what I feel like if we were to host like maybe two or three people, or even like a whole family, I feel like that'd be very like high maintenance. Like you literally have to accommodate for a lot. You know, mm -hmm. if they're not respectful, like in a in the perfect world Honestly, they should order their food and stuff people because as much as i don't like having guests for that long you know which we haven't ever other than my brother yeah. but that's my brother so i'm okay with it and i love it um yeah i would hate being a guest for that long no nah, i want my mm. own space i'd rather stay at a hotel and just like yeah. do my own thing no no ma'am i do not like hey i want to eat but i need to kind of use their stuff so like yeah but i need to get like grocery i don't know i just, I think it's a little fun when i just <laughs> just just thinking about like a little bit when i was in college and i was um uh, 
uh, in sports. I we went to like this, and you know about this. You but went to we, Mammoth. Yeah, we went to Mammoth, which is like it's it's a it's a location that is um uh, in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And just not to give any more specifics about that, you guys can Google it if you want to. But basically, we have training there, and our sport of choice was um uh, cross country and track. So we would just run for long periods of time up there in the mountains, right? But we we it was like I think when I say maybe like twelve, thirteen guys sharing like a three bedroom, maybe four bedroom cabin. And that was a lot of fun. I thought it was really, really fun. Though I did That's not your place though. No, it's not my you know? place. But like it was really fun living with other people. Um uh, for like a whole week and just kind of interacting. And I wake up and I go to the next room and there'd be all my homies. Like it's just, it was a fun time though. I do got to say when I, when we went to Mammoth, <laughs> I happened to get like the biggest room with the master bedroom. And I only had to share it with one other dude and he was a fun dude. So it didn't matter. But yeah, like, but like, like that's a little yeah. different because that's not your home. Because like when I went to New York with my friends, mm -hmm. with my friends, um, we had a blast. I, I, I did not care about where they were leaving stuff because I'm like, this yeah. is a hotel. This is not taken care of for us. Yeah. No, ours wasn't taken care of. We had to like clean. We had to um, vacuum. We had to take care of the place. Cause you were there for a week. A week. Yeah. But like, I think it was also just like the expectation to like take care of it so that we always have like a really good deal with them. Or at least like college always had like a really good deal with them because we were like really good yeah. hosts. Um, but regardless, I think we kind of like, Talk too much about this already. I next just want, <laughs> yes. But before hopping to the next story, I I want to just go ahead and uh, just leave it off with this, which I think is just amazing. I think it's just great. Uh, I maybe I'll use this in the future. But um, um OP talks about how like um uh, the fiance and her family have like this thing that they they say, and it says um uh let me just find it here. Okay, she and her family have this thing about if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. <gasps> I think that's oh great. Oh my God. That's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. But that's so good. I feel like we need that on that shirt or something. <laughs> oh my God. I don't understand why. Like, why would you? Who came up with the original part of this? Like, who was like, you know what? I think if it's yellow, we should just let it mellow. <laughs> like, who came up with that scientific, like, discovery here? That's so gross. That is really gross. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> before we moved on here that's so gross <laughs> yeah sure is um next story here is am i the asshole for telling my daughter to postpone her wedding because her fiance's father stole my money so in my early 20s i got into business with a man eric who stole all my money and left me with debt i sued and lost because i was an idiot who blindly trusted this man and didn't do things correctly to protect my rights he was also a smart man who probably made his living by stealing from people. I went to therapy, paid debts, and learned from that lesson. 30 years later, I found out that my daughter's fiancé, Jake, who she's been with for four years, is the son of that fucking thief. I liked Jake, and he always seemed like a great man. I know this sounds stupid, which clearly I am at times, but despite knowing Jake's last name and his father's first name, it went over my head that Jake's father has the same name as that piece of shit criminal. His first and last name is so common that I never connected the dots, I guess. That is until I was at my daughter's apartment with Jake and his mother. I saw Jake's father's name written on one of the wedding invitations, and as soon as I saw the full name written on paper, it clicked. I was shocked and terrified, so I excused myself and went back home to do some internet stalking to make sure this is the same guy, and it was. 
I was so angry and confused that I went back to my daughter's apartment and basically told him that Jake's father stole my money and ruined my life. I probably seemed like a lunatic trying to explain this all to them. It's been two weeks since I found out. Jake believes I was lying about his father stealing from me because I lost the case. My daughter is clearly confused and she says she believes me but refuses to postpone the wedding after all this was uncovered. Jake's mom, who divorced Eric years ago, is accusing me of waiting until this moment to reveal this information because I want to sabotage the wedding and back out of helping pay for the wedding after promising to do so. I feel so conflicted. I'm angry that this piece of shit somehow barged into my life again. I don't trust Jack because I have no idea how much he truly knows about his father. He was raised by his father most of his childhood. I'm worried about my daughter and I feel so stupid for not realizing this when Jake talked to me about his family, which was probably a year ago when they got engaged. I feel sick to my stomach and I have been begging my daughter to reconsider and just take more time to think about marrying Jake. Everyone around me except my sister who saw firsthand what this guy did to me thinks I'm an asshole for burdening my daughter and Jake with this information and for trying to convince my daughter to at least postpone the wedding. Am I the asshole for wanting my daughter to rethink her relationship because of all of this? Yes. Yes, <laughs> really? yes, yes. Dude, I I read this and I was like, whoa, that's, I don't even have an answer to that. Like, maybe now, I'm thinking about it now, right? Obviously, while reading this thing, but like, oh man, I think it's like, that's tough because at the end of the day, I feel like a good, healthy family relationship is to have like, to be in, good in with the laws, the in-laws, yeah. right? Like, perfectly relationship is kind of like in-laws are happy with each other you're happy with both in-laws whatever right but like this is already broken like years ago and now they won't really have a good relationship with the in-laws like the dad clearly hits uh, the other dad and uh, he doesn't trust the, the son i mean another son the, the the guy marrying uh her daughter because like he's like well is this dude like who is he even a good guy like he was raised by uh jack i think the guy is called eric he was he was raised by eric the guy who is the bad dude mm -hmm. um so what did this eric guy teach um jake jake so like i don't know like i, I think it's it's kind of a toughie for me because i don't know what the good this the correct decision is do i just live with it and and not have trust issues with this jake dude or do I just kind of like... I think it's so messed up to judge a, a kid on their parent. Mm, that's a true point. That's a good point, yeah. You know, like, I am... I definitely have similarities between my two parents. Yeah. But I am definitely my own person. And both of my brothers are definitely their own people. Yeah. And, you know, like, everyone has done mistakes. My parents have definitely done mistakes. And that doesn't mean that I will commit the same mistakes. You know? Like, yeah. no. I just... And who knows everything that their parents have done? I don't know everything that my parents have gone through. Dude, I was not born for like half of their lives. So yeah. it's just, just the fact that Jake doesn't know what Eric did, his dad did, that does not say anything to me or in my eyes. And I think that it, it as a parent, it's good and your job to watch out for your kids. But the way that she's going about it to me is just like too much. Like, dude. How are you going to tell your daughter who's about to marry this guy be, who has been dating him for four years? A pretty big don't bomb. date him anymore because I don't trust him because of his dad. Yeah. It's just like you came back to the apartment and we're like, this guy, <laughs> you know, this piece of shit guy. Yeah. Like, no, I would have not even went home. That's a lot. You know, like I would have just kind of 
stayed there, done the whole day, whatever. Again, it's, it's all the, and I think this is like just how the, I think the theme of today is just emotionally driven people, yeah. you know? Like he was so emotional about the fact that like he discovered who this guy was. I wonder that what he just reacted. is if, if she's a, uh, uh, the mom or the dad. Because uh, yeah. when you were reading it, I took at OP as the mom. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. But anyway, um, I would have just stayed through the event, through the day, gone home, done the research to make sure that it is him. Once I know it is him, I would have spoken to my daughter privately and been like, hey, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you, uh, but I kind of want to tell you um, the story of yeah. something that I went through. And oh. um, mm. last time that we were there with Jake and his mother i realized that that is him yeah. uh, it was hell and i still have negative feelings i need to work through with this um but i would just i just want you to know so that you make the correct choices and you know ask the questions that you need to ask and, and make sure that you're prepared today, man yeah that's actually really good yeah it's kind of like allowing the daughter to make the decision right instead yeah. of like taking it into her hands so to try to pressure her to be like no, you need to do this. You should really do this, right? It's like, no, hey, this is the information and you kind of choose to maneuver how you want to. You know, and I think that has to do with like how my dad raised me. <laughs> my dad was very like loose with his um, uh, teaching style, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I just remember him teaching me so many lessons. And then once I was not even like that old, I was like still a teenager. He was like, well, I think I taught you like everything that I can teach you. Yeah, and from there it's like for you to use that information or not use it. If you yeah. ask me for my opinion, I'm always gonna be here to give it to you. Yeah, but I, I can't choose who your friends are. I can't choose who you'll date. I can't choose what decisions you'll make. You're your own person, so I give you the tools. Use them. I all I can do is to ho hope that you do use them. But yeah, which is that's a pretty good way to, to teach your children. To be honest, I think. It only works when you have a parent who can control their emotions, though, you know, yeah. like it, it wouldn't work for someone who's really overprotective over their child. Um, uh, but you know what? I do think he is the asshole because he kind of just dropped his big old bomb on the whole thing. And he expects like it to go his way. But also he, he's kind of putting a lot on his daughter like to just make like a switch around just because of something that happened to him. You know, mm -hmm. I think maybe in a way it'd be nice for where it's just kind of like go its own way right like just kind of let it like leave it alone and see what, how it goes and if it turns out that jake really is this bad dude because i don't know maybe he's just he's just like his dad mm -hmm. then like at that point maybe you know try to like correct what's going on now instead of trying to you know predetermine it beforehand but like um uh, just all like just like let it go and see how it goes and then if anything just correct in the future and uh, just kind of set up ground rules to be like hey i don't like the that this dude that did this to me eric mm -hmm. um i never want to be in the same room as him um i never want to meet him maybe if you want to go down that path you could also go the other path of like hey i want to talk to this guy and just you know clean it all out uh just see if he maybe he has some sort of remorse over this or maybe just thinks like he, he's sorry or whatever yeah i would just tell just, my daughter to watch out you know make sure yeah. that she is protecting herself and um just yeah. be there for her for how she wants to approach it you know yeah. what if she wants to approach it being like wow i didn't know that this happened to you um i kind of want to talk to eric and see um because people change dude people do change um, 
I mean, I feel like I have changed so much in I, the last couple of years. <laughs> so, like, it's been, what, 30 years since this happened? Yeah. I think it needs to be, it needs to be, um, uh, band-aid over or not band-aid it needs to be fixed right i was trying to come up with a clever way of saying it but it needs to just be fixed like it clearly this this op is a very upset and very like hurt by everything that happened right mm -hmm. we don't even know eric's side of the story but um at the end of the day like if you guys want to have a good relationship and this needs to be fixed in order to move forward with it though that doesn't mean that like just because there is this like you know i don't know issue with the the op and eric this doesn't mean that uh the wedding has to be you know cut off or the or or that the 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 happy couple needs to like you know do something different it's just that maybe this this specific portion of that that's outside of this relationship just needs to be fixed which however that looks like you know yeah um, um but let's go ahead and jump over here to what the overall ready wait so what what's your opinion i already saw the overall oh, okay <laughs> uh, i just wanted to skip over my opinion okay um uh, but no um i mean it's it's i already talked too much about this like i feel like it would just yes they're the asshole no they're not the asshole okay bring it down to the basics huh um uh, i think op is the asshole yeah yeah i think it's, he's a op is the asshole for the way they went about it um, they definitely needed to chill down a little bit and then see if there's like a more like correct path to take. Um, um though I don't believe OP's feelings are wrong. Like I well, I can sure. see how much hurt and but pain like, that would have caused. For example, for Jake being in a room and then like you just like yeah. bust in and you're like, You're a piece of shit, dad did this yeah. to me, so like I don't trust you. That's I feel too like much. as Jake, I would be like, hey, that's my dad that you're talking about. What the hell you're talking about? Like, yeah. what are you saying? No, I yeah. would defend my my dad. Yeah, but if I you agree. approach it being like, hey, I, I think I met your dad a couple years ago, and um, yeah, there was this situation. Like, if you approach it a different way, I'm like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> what did my dad do? <laughs> I need to talk to this uh, to my dad about this. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, overall vote though. So we're both right. And <laughs> I can I can tell now that you know you don't want it uh me to read the overall vote, uh, but nonetheless, which is surprising to be honest, the overall vote is not the asshole. Um, uh, and the top comment was not the asshole. Apples sometimes don't fall far from the tree. I would definitely want to know if I was marrying into a family that has a thief. Is your daughter getting a prenup? What a weird coincidence. I do think you should probably try to be less emotional about it when talking with your daughter. Poor thing, that's a scary thing to find out about your fiance's family at the 11th hour. But honestly, if anyone had done something like that to my mom, I would have some serious second thoughts about marrying his son. Oh, it is, it is, it, OP is a, is a lady. No, just because a comment says that it is. I guess, I guess you're right. The comment also <laughs> is assuming OP is a lady. Uh, unless there's something there that we didn't see. Um, uh, but yeah. I think it's maybe because like we're reading the stories, right? So we're trying to like get into OP's mindset. Yeah. And as a girl, I will think, okay, mom mode. Yeah. You I know? do that a lot with the stories, which is my bad. I need to be able to you know, pick it up what they actually are uh, beforehand. But yeah, I mean, this situation is tough. In my opinion, I think it's like, it's not tough to how you should have dealt with it, but it's tough to how you're going to move forward with it. Like... This obviously the OP is very much hurt by everything that happened, and I think that's a lot of emotions to try to like. I mean, they wanted therapy for this, you know, mm -hmm. like that's a lot of emotions to try to uh, maintain or get just kind of like 
bottle up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have no idea how they're going to move forward. Something that the commenter said was that this is a weird coincidence and apples don't fall, fall far from the tree. Yeah. I think that like after meeting you and seeing how close our worlds were for so long and we didn't even know each other, I totally yeah. believe that coincidences are not weird. They just are because it's just... It's actually true. Like if you really think really about it... It's really such a small world. If, if, this, if OP... Like let's say they're like 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 if they built this uh, their business in a specific state and they live in a state city and they live there, and Eric also lived there. If if OP was able to stay there for however long she stayed there for or he stayed there for, yeah, it's also very like likely that Eric could have also stayed there for that long period of time, and that means maybe their their daughter and son went to similar. High schools or whatever, right? Yeah, so it's not well, that big of a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, it's just. But no, I, I, I do not judge people on their parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's that. Um, honestly, we're looking at the clock here. It's been a long episode already. Um, uh, I we had a few other stories here for you guys, but um, I think we're gonna cut it here just that just so we don't have like, this long, long episode. But if you guys want to hear the other stories that we had in store for you guys, let us know in the comment section and um, maybe we'll make a part two of this. And But that's that for now. Um, hopefully you guys should go watch like a cat video or something that's fun after this. <laughs> this has been like a lot of emotions and a lot of roller coasters here. The way that I see it is there is no drama with my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um and I live for drama. So <laughs> you take I, those little gulps when we have these episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're that kind of person, then yeah, I guess I hope you enjoyed all this drama in your life now. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I hope you guys had a great time here with us today. And I hope you guys have an amazing day, week, and month. We'll talk to you guys later. In here. Bye.